need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's homily highlight from Father Randy Huang. He is the parochial vicar at St. Cecilia's Catholic Church here in Portland. I've, I've always had a curiosity when, whenever the seasons of Christmas and Advent or, or the season of Advent and Lent came around in which we kind of speak about this, our preparation for the coming of, of Christ at Christmas and, and then the resurrection at Easter. But then obviously we all know that Historically, those events have already happened, right? So why are all the readings and everything we do kind of almost, in, almost reflecting this, we are still awaiting something to come, right? Well, in a way, we are, right? God appears to us and comes to us in three ways. He comes to us in history. He came to us in history. He comes to us in mystery. And he comes to us in majesty. He comes to us in this setting in two respects. One, historically, Jesus has already come into humanity. He's already entered into the reality of our existence at his birth in Bethlehem through the Blessed Virgin Mary. But yet we profess in the creed that we, we, that we await the second coming of Christ when he comes to judge the living and the dead. And so our preparation in the seasons of Advent and Lent are to prepare us remotely, right, to look at the mystery of what is happening, right, the birth of Christ at Christmas, but more so to orientate us, to point us to the fact that Jesus is going to return and he's going to judge the living and the dead. He's going to judge us. But in this interim period here, God does not abandon us. He does not leave us. He does not simply come to do this one act of his suffering and his death and resurrection and leaves us to our own demise. He rather gives us himself in the mystery of the seven sacraments of the church. And so we are in this, in this period now, which I call the layover period, where he reveals himself in the mystery of the sacraments the seven sacraments of the church, and most significantly, to the sacrament of the Eucharist. The Archbishop has asked his priest to, over the course of the four weekends, the four Sundays of Advent, to preach on the gift of the Eucharist so that we can enter more deeply into the great gift that we are to receive at Christmas, into really the heart of our faith, the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, where he desires to be with us, to strengthen us, and to heal us. And this all comes about the first action that God did by creating us. He creates us, but through the fault of Adam and Eve and their, their disobedience, sin enters in the world. And sin is that rupture between our relationship with God, our, our inability to see truly who we are, right? made in the image and likeness of our beloved Father, God, and in turn, who God is. That kind of understanding of us and God has been distorted through sin. But yet God has put into action his plan from the very moment of the disobedience of Adam and Eve. Through first Abraham, Moses, the prophets, the patriarchs. But kind of just to pinpoint one event that kind of foreshadows all of this 
is the event of the Passover in the Old Testament. When Moses is commissioned by God to deliver his people out of slavery in Egypt into the promised land. Right? The Passover itself is an image of the Passover of Jesus Christ on the cross. And the promised land that he desires for us that was, that was symbolized in Israel being the promised land is heaven. So you see the kind of the similarities there, the reflect, the kind of mirroring of it there. At the moment of the Last Supper, right, which is the Passover feast, right, what happened at Passover? God commissioned Abraham, Moses to deliver his people out, and he made a pact with them and said, I will send the angel of death as a sign to Pharaoh right, to release them. But if you, if you go ahead and you kill this unblemished lamb and smear his blood over your doorpost, the angel of death who has been commissioned to kill all the firstborn sons will pass over your homes and will spare your children. Right? Blood of the unblemished lamb as a sign of God's fidelity to his people, a sign of his deliverance, his saving of them. That feast is celebrated annually through the Jewish custom of Passover. And Jesus, as a Jewish man, himself and his disciples, celebrated that same Passover on the night that he was to suffer. And we call that night the Last Supper. And in that, he institutes for us the gift of the priesthood and the, and the Eucharist, a continuation of the one saving action of God. And that is what we have at this Mass. It is the continuation of what was done on Calvary. What was started at the Passover feast, but completed on Calvary. Through his sacrifice, Jesus, who is God, becomes the unblemished lamb who dies for us. And through his blood, we've been made and given a pact of his promise, of his fidelity to us but also an invitation for us to enter into that relationship with him so that he can bring us to the eternal Jerusalem, which is where he is, heaven. And we anticipate going there. That is why we have all of these rituals. That is why we have these sacraments, is to prepare us to get there. And this gift here is given to us the gift of three elements the priest the sacrifice of the mass and the Eucharist we often speak of the Eucharist as simply what we receive right? the Eucharist in the host the Eucharist in the precious blood of Christ but the church the church's understanding of the Eucharist is more comprehensive than that the understanding of the church on the Eucharist is the gathering of God's people and the celebration of the Mass. Jesus, on the night of the Last Supper, instituted his, his priest. And he says to them, do, the, do this in memory of me, commissioning his 12 apostles to do that one action of offering his body and his blood for the sake of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that those who go through him, do not perish. And he institutes it, and he tells them to do it 
and they do. We have this evidence throughout historical documentation. We have the twelve apostles' book, which is, are the writings of the twelve apostles during the first century, which has been passed down to us historically and is still held. Which speaks about this coming together and offering the sacrifice of the mass. But the sacrifice of the mass is not one that we do as the Jews do weekly and daily for the sake of our sins, but rather is a representation of the one sacrifice of Jesus on the cross made present for us through the priest. And then through that, we are given the gift of receiving the body, the blood, the soul, and divinity of Jesus in the Eucharist. So there's three elements, priest, sacrifice of the mass, Eucharist. Those three elements are united and can never be divided. Without a priest, there is no sacrifice of the mass. Without the sacrifice of the mass, there is no Eucharist. We as Catholics are sacramental people, meaning that we come into contact with God through the sacraments, through that life in which God desires for us to live. That's why we're not, we're not able to worship virtually. We have to be in person because God is concretely here with us. We encounter him physically through the Eucharist. And so in the season of Advent, as we are called by John the Baptist to prepare the way of the Lord, I invite you to worthily receive the Eucharist through going to confession, through the sacrament of the reconciliation, the sacrament of penance, confession. God desires to break away the, those barriers and those blockages that allow us to have a real relationship with him. And removing those, those barriers and receiving the Eucharist we come into a perfect contact and relationship with the God who desires to love us. But he can't love us unless we, end, unless we open ourselves to allow him to come in. There's no sin great, greater that God cannot forgive. God is one that is loving and merciful and desires for us to be with him. I invite you the season of Advent as we approach closer and closer to Christmas to be reminded of his great love for us. That he so loved us that he gave his only son. And the son is the Messiah, the one who is to come to save us, to bring us to eternal life the eternal Jerusalem. And he starts with us in this great gift of the sacrament of the Eucharist in which we are about to partake, which is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. And that is today's homily highlight from Father Randy Wong. He is the parochial vicar at St. Cecilia's Catholic Church in Beaverton.